Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? But the way I would do that, too, is, like, I'd leave in the morning, and I'd go on a day where, like, I often would teach at night mm-hmm. in Libertyville. So I'd go there in the morning and work, like, all day in the office doing my office job stuff at Improv Playhouse. And then I would teach at night, and Sarah mm-hmm. would drive up that night because we taught together. Mm-hmm. So I would get a ride home, at least. I didn't have to do that that's at nice. night. I never, had never once had to do that to get home. Yeah. That's the nice summer. part about if you do a show in the suburbs, it's everyone's pretty good about it Sharing. takes uh-huh. it's iffy to get out there. Sometimes you get a ride, sometimes you don't. But it, there's always someone coming back in the city and they're always right. I shouldn't say always, but they're usually willing to at least drop you at a line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If the not way the way back you're home. right. You can usually get somewhere, get back to the city. Yes. So anyway, we're actually recording. Oh good. <laughs> there's some fodder. There's if you don't live in Chicago, public transportation is there things. It's yes. And sometimes it's great, and sometimes it sucks. I mean, personally, I love public transportation. But also, big don't fan, fall asleep on it. But it's just so calming. <laughs> it is. That's the... Just, like, rocks me to sleep. Mm-hmm. The bus right. is a little jerkier. I can't fall asleep as easily on a bus, mm. but, man, you hop I on that red on line. I sleep on the bus. I sleep on the train. It just goes zoom. And it it's goes great. underground. That's the problem. The red line, blue line, they go underground, and so yeah. it's all dark, and you can just... Just go to sleep. Conk right out. It's true. I really do. Anyway. Anyway... Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to, to the Feeny Call. It's like, Thanksgiving. Is he for me to answer? Or it's not Thanksgiving anymore, is it? No, it'll be this a week after week. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I hope it your was Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. I hope your Thanksgiving was merry and bright. Yes. And if you were waiting for Thanksgiving to be over to put up some decorations, go for it. As my sister-in-law said, it's not her fault Thanksgiving is late this year, so she's already gone ahead long <laughs> before. Because uh, I guess my brother, he. He felt pretty strongly that he needed to wait until Thanksgiving was over. Mm-hmm. But she sent me something last night. We're recording this before Thanksgiving. Yes. And so she sent me something last night that was like, this is compromise. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault Thanksgiving's late this year. And next year, is, next year is the 26th. Okay. Well, it's, it's only two days sooner. Two more days of Christmas season. That's because of leap year. Everyone get ready. Get for ready. 366 days of next year. Of the roar ring 20s. Yay! We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. We're going to wear jazz outfits and, yes, and smoke dresses. long cigars. I'm going to be doing the Drink Charleston. bad whiskey and throw outlandishly extravagant parties. Mm-hmm. Commit petty crimes. Yes. And drive really old cars that make a lot of noise. Commit Which I'm already there. Really, really big shit. crimes and not let people <laughs> investigate it because forensic science is bad. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. And Back to of, my hunch. <laughs> and die of diseases that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Lower that life expectancy and, yep. back down to 40 yeah. or so. Woo-hoo. Bathtub gin. You it's going to be great. To live to 100, it's super unnecessary. That's true. Well, anyway, this is anyway. (laughs) This is the Feeny call, though. We talk about Boy Meets World, and everyone is so excited about it being on Disney Plus. That's true. We have, fortunately, I feel like I've been able to take advantage of that a little bit and jump our numbers on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff. It's great. It's also good for me because now it means I can watch these episodes on my commute. Season two. Episode nine. nine. Fear Strikes Out is the name of the episode. It's written right there. Can't you read? It's upside down. You can't read upside down. 
Well, okay. Well, not everyone. Read this page. Read this page. I'm holding it upside down. I've never played Seven Minutes in Heaven, which is true. That's my first note. I've never played Seven Minutes in Heaven. Whose turn Uh, is it? They're also my notes. I know what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Whose turn is it to recap? I believe it's mine. Here we go. I always think that I write it down, and sometimes I don't write it down. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Who cares? On your mark. Get set. Go. So Corey goes to a party, and it's considered a make-out party. They're playing Seven Minutes in Heaven. He gets into the closet with Topanga, and because Eric had talked to him earlier and was like, you're going to choke, you're eating the wrong food, and you're going to like blow her out of the closet, he panics, and he decides that he doesn't want to kiss her, so they just sit and talk, and then she tells everybody that he's a nice boy, and any other boy would have kissed her, and so he gets this reputation of being like a nice guy, and so Eric has to build up his confidence because his parents get mad at him for talking him down. So he takes him out on a date, and he and Topanga actually do end up making out, and uh, then we hear some good poetry. Time. It's not good poetry, but you know. No, it's but fun. that was pretty decent recap. Thank you. Got all the main points. I was gonna say there's not really much of a B plot because it's just Turner it's all and it's his, all wrapped together. It's just pretty Turner much. and his little love interest. So yeah, it's all it's all pretty packaged nicely, which is good for us. Um, so my trivia is out of left field, but I promise it comes back into play later. All right, let's do it. So Blake Soper. Uh, plays Joey the Rat. He was already in his early 20s when he started doing this role of Joey. And he has stated since that the reason that he got, or I should say one of the reasons that he got out of acting was because he was always typecast as a high school kid. And he was sick of it. Because he was already in his early 20s and they were like, play this high school kid. And he was like, fine, I guess I'm in my early 20s. And then he got typecast as it from that moment forward. So he was sick of it. But he also has just a young face. He does have a young face. Well, no, long hair doesn't help. Yeah, it's true. Long hair always makes him look younger. What do you think of this episode, Megan? It was a pretty good episode. Yeah. I thought it had... It was another one of those kind of of coming-of-age episodes, but I think it had a lot of good moments in it. I agree. It's it's a weird one Mm -hmm. for me a little bit, and I'll I'll get into why. Oh, yes, because of the uh, intimacy with the seventh graders that you hate. We all know how I feel about that. You hate the intimacy We all know how I feel about intimacy between seventh graders, and I recognize that it is totally fine for them to engage in that, but like I don't need to be involved. Need to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, I sure don't need to be involved. My first note, though, circling back, was Mm -hmm. I've never played Seven Minutes in Heaven. I don't know if that was, again, I think that's kind of a, it seems like a 90s concept. I don't know if kids do well, that anymore. Well, so I just looked it up. Seven Minutes in Heaven, the first recorded instance of Seven Minutes of Heaven is dating back to like 1953 in oh. Ohio. Of um, course it was Ohio. I, it's very, it's entirely possible that that sort of thing happened before. But I'm with you. When you watch a lot of these 90 TV, 90s shows, there's a lot of episodes that's like, it's a makeout party. Mm-hmm. I don't recall ever going to a makeout party. Specifically. Where like everybody knew like, we're going to have an orgy, but we're going to do it with all our clothes on, <laughs> and no one's actually going to touch anyone else, yep. but we're all going to make out in the same room at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's a weird thing it's to me. It's a weird concept. It's like, we're all going to make out here, but, but even, that's it. <laughs> even seven minutes in heaven, I never... And I didn't even go... To, I, didn't, I think I never even went to any parties where that even occurred. I've, I've, yeah, that happened for me in my life 
where like I was at a party and people did like seven minutes in heaven, but I don't think it was like we were playing seven minutes in heaven and like drew names kind of thing. Mm. I think it was more of like people play truth or dare. Mm. And yeah, someone would I've like done, dare someone yeah. to go and do like a seven minutes in heaven thing. That's fair. This whole like fishbowl concept yeah, of like kind lottery of out names oh my. was like this a weird. This is how kids get mono. Yeah. Like that was Ugh. a weird thing for me. I'm pretty sure this is the same basement. Yeah, I, 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 yes, I made a note of that too. I'm pretty sure it's the same basement. I think basement, it's the same I'm, basement from the last time we were at a party. I'm certain it's the same basement that we will see then later when uh-huh. he goes to Missy Robinson's party. Yes. I think it, it, that, that for me is weird. What's the weirdest thing that happens in this episode mm-hmm. is when he gets home from the party mm-hmm. and Amy comes into the bedroom yes! and is like, oh what's my up? God. And I'm like, no, mom. No, mom. Wrong. Which... I mean, Alan is very good about coming in and being like, are you kidding me with this? Get out of his room. Yeah, but then he, but then he makes an inappropriate comment. And he's like, me and you, like, details, later. And yeah. it's not like he says it like in a fatherly, like, okay, we're going to talk about like the respect issues yeah. and consent issues. Right. It's more like, it's like spill I want to hear the details. And Ew. I'm like, no, that's not. Right. No. That's gross. I hate it. I hate it. I, yeah. hate it. I hate how they handle it. Yeah. I don't think it's in, I don't think it's no. uh, in character for what we have seen from them. No. I think it is a it is a lazy joke, and I think yeah. it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, if they knew he was going to a makeout party like this, then like, no, this is not how we should have responded. No. This is gross. This is weird. I don't yep. like it. And I think that if I were a parent and my 12 year old came up and was like, I'm going to a makeout party, I'd be like, No, you're not. No. You're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm like, that's you're going to happening. a party, and if you consensually kiss somebody, that's fine. That's fine. But you are not going to like a low stakes orgy. No. <laughs> Like that, that much uh, will not be the the uh, presumption. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, I don't. I don't. Like I, that. that was that. I mean, there are a lot of like funny things in this episode and things that I think Corey handled very well and that kind of thing. But it's yeah, they did not. They mm-hmm. that was weird. It's weird. It's funny to me because of the reaction that she does have, where she's so excited for like him to go to his first party and have kind of a social life and I understand that on a level but they neither of them should be this interested in an excited way about what happened right I don't have a child but I never need to hear the details about them kissing someone no I never need to know no so that was weird for me did you Uh, learn anything did I learn anything I don't know (laughs) I think I I don't know I don't know what's the takeaway here the takeaway for me, the biggest thing was no one really knows what they're doing. Because they have that, con- Corey and Topanga have that conversation sure. later where they're like, I don't know. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I'm doing. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And right. he's like, does everyone else know about this? Yeah. So it's being able to effectively communicate that no one really knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and being okay with that mm-hmm. and being able to learn together yeah. in a in a respectful, consensual environment. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. The uh, so. Just like... That trust mm-hmm. that like oh, we're all figuring it out. Yes, and like lowering expectations Absolutely. and lowering the pressure of things. I think Topanga is very very kind here, and that lowering those barriers and those obstacles. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, we've seen her be understanding with Corey time and time again. So. Mm-hmm. It's another instance of her being patient enough to say, all right, if you're not ready for this, that's fine. We can mm-hmm. start here and go. I mean, she's still good about 
Because I think she really wants to kiss him. And part of me is like, they've already kissed before. What is the, what is this? More than up? once. What is a big deal? Yeah. So, but if, I mean, uh, consent changes. If he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't need to do it. But she is also very good about kind of, I don't want to say persuading him into it, but she start right before they are about to, right before the door opens, right before they were about to actually kiss. She is very good about being like, all right, well, the only way we're going to be able to figure this out is if we can do it in this environment where we're together and we're trying to figure it out together. And she's, right. she's good about approaching it in a way where she's not like, just do it, you wimp. But she's also like, I think we should do this together since we know mm-hmm. each other and we respect each other and we have this opportunity in front of us to grow and learn. Mm-hmm. I, I can sympathize to the idea that it's not just about kissing her it's about the fact that there's like people listening at the door yes which again and everyone having their business i'm a there. full-grown adult and that makes me super uncomfortable yeah, no. to think about no like mm-mm-mm. i don't like that one fucking bit no so that's i i you know I, I respect that and then you know they go and they make out at a poetry reading so i guess that's fine Ah, that poetry reading. Kicking off the episode, though, again, after the whole seven minutes in heaven thing, Feeney sits down again with a single cup of coffee for lunch. Does the man ever eat? <laughs> he doesn't eat. He just has a single... It drove me crazy. He doesn't have time Which for it. He's he a teacher. He did like, have a meal later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. When he when does he, the gross thing mm-hmm. and he's like, tell me the details. Yes, what's the... Feeney, come on. All these people over here nudging, I mean, I nudging. get it because they kind of have involved him in their business and that they're like, what did he say about sure. me? How did... It, what's he like? Blah, blah, blah. This is the first time we meet Kat. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's a fun bit that between the two, Turner and Feeney, when he's... Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite is like, I, I frown on this. And he's yes. like, well, then it's not a policy. It's an expression. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think is, is very funny. Very um, funny. I think it's very well done, that, that whole bit. bit. How's your hair? How's my hair? Long. Long. <laughs> uh, Feeney is not having it, which is so funny to show the contrast, obviously, from him at the beginning of the episode where he's like, don't even think about it. And then at the end, he's like, tell me all the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still kind of weird. But I guess he's involved. He's invested because they sure. have invested him. I mean, so. like, I bug my friends. Like, I had a friend that went on a date the other day, and I saw them a few days later, and I was like, gotta go. Tell me a yeah, thing. Details. Like, what happened? What you guys do? What happened? Yeah. Uh, so like I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know too. And when they were in the closet, and she turns on the light, and she's got that dress on. I love that dress. It kind oh, yeah. of looks like something that a grandma would wear, but mm-hmm. I'm also very into it. I'm just saying. good for you. Well, I wondered also, what they sat on in the closet. They sit down like there's benches in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, maybe a laundry basket. I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. Yeah, they sit down, and I'm kind of like, this is a roomy closet for a basement. This is a, a big, very roomy big closet. closet. Why? Why does Sean change shirts? Why does Sean change shirts? Oh, it's okay. just his overshirt too. Yeah, which I don't. I don't know. Did they like start? Maybe think that they were gonna do more, and then they the seven minutes was up, and well, then he threw listen, on whatever we, shirt he could we grab. We know that for a fact, Sean is a virgin at least until they graduate from high school. Correct. Yes. Because he says. And, and then there was Sean. There's mm-hmm. the, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yep. I'm as close, close as you can be to dead be without dead. being dead. Yep. That's uh, funny. It's a great line. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they, they did do some other stuff. I mean, again, Second weird. Second base. Weird. Second base. I guess. What do you define that as? I was of the impression second base is, like, anything that involves, like, skin contact. 
talking all, all like hand stuff. Interesting. But like clothes are gone or, or you're under clothes. Because third base was always third defined as oral was, sex. Yes. Which would that's mean a that, big jump. Right. Like that's the thing. <laughs> if you're going from like over the clothes touching to oral sex, yeah, like what a shortstop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I was always in the That's like, fair. In I my suppose. in my world view at at the time in your life when you talk about this kind yeah. of shit. I wonder. First base was always like kissing and touching. Is there clothes are all on? We're gonna look up and see if there is a definition. Definition of bases, and I'm not talking baseball. That's funny. Gross. Okay, first base. What's your source? My my go ask Alex. Yeah. Alex, yeah. go ask Alice. Columbia. Edu. Okay, so, so so this is an educational article. This is an article. educational <laughs> article. Apparently, uh, this got the edu on there. So. Okay, first base is kissing, including open mouth or French kissing. Okay. Second base is petting above the waist, including touching, feeling, fondling of the chest, breasts, and nipples. Third base is petting or orally stimulating below the waist, including touching, feeling, and fondling the vagina, clitoris, penis, or testicles. Home base is sex. I feel like I'm giving a sex. I think that's like what I. I think that's. I think that's so, about yeah. what I had said. I it did it didn't specify over or under the clothes. Sure, but. Like playing above the waist is second base. That's third base then? I thought third base was exclusively related to oral sex. <clears throat> None of this matters. No. <laughs> petting or orally stimulating. Here, like the word Including touching, feeling, or fondling. <laughs> petting is such a gross way to describe any sort of sexual act. Yes. <laughs> it's not something two humans do together. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's really close. All right. Well, anyway, maybe Sean went to second base. Maybe Sean got to closet. second base in the closet with all of his peers outside. That's fucking <sighs> no, that's weird. weird. That's so weird. It's fucking weird. Isn't I there? Agree. Isn't there an episode of like there was some other like TGIF show where like maybe it was an episode of Full House, right? Where like Stephanie go is going party, to a makeout yeah. party and everyone is making and out. everyone's making out. That's right? a weird episode. Fucking weird. Yep. Right. I was always like, this is so strange. Is this really what people do when they're like twelve? I hope not. No, like, of course that's not what, I don't know, maybe that is what that, it sure didn't happen in my life. I'm so glad we finally got to the episode where Corey says, a goobois, because- A goobois. I say that all the time, and no one understands what I'm saying. I used to say it when I was growing up, because my mom understood, because we watched Boy Meets World together, Mm. but I would, then I took it out into the other, into the world, and I'd be like, it's just a a goobois, and everyone would look at me like I had eight heads. Yeah, well, if you had said a goobois to me- and I hadn't watched this episode as recently I have. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't have caught it. Although as there a person is a who gift, really enjoys this, if you just search Boy Meets World as far as gifts go, it is one that pops up okay. and fairly up to the top. So you don't have to like go searching for it. Really. I think you're really just trying to vindicate yourself. I am. Um, I do love that scene where he's like, "I am upset and I don't want to talk about it." And I'm like, okay, great. So anyway, Morgan, so this yep. bitch stole your your paste mm-hmm. and then your teacher wouldn't give you more paste because mm-hmm. this bitch stole your paste which like bad teacher yeah uh and then, and then middle child loses, yeah and then he middle child's out real hard <laughs> and is like no one cares about your stupid paste me 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 yep. me such a middle child and it's so funny well <laughs> and it's really funny because a, pa- a lot of people now that they're re-watching the show as adults are right they're like Corey sucks <laughs> they're, yeah they're like Corey sucks and I'm like honestly he does yeah, on a lot of levels he does uh, he is kind of an entitled asshole but he mm-hmm. also has super middle child syndrome he is very middle childy so it's kind of it feels very true to form yeah as far as like the the outlandish behavior of a middle child right. statistically yeah everything in this episode like from a sibling perspective kind of checks out 
Yeah, Eric being the asshole older <laughs> right. brother. And then he's like Teasing sucking him. up to him and he's like, you got to get back out there. You can do it. Right. Because if you're sitting at home on a Saturday night, it's like I'm sitting at home on a Saturday night. And we get another great Boy Meets World quote that is a very popular, that's another very popular quote from the show, which is, I'm too cute to stay home. I'm too cute to stay home. It's a good one. I love Eric in this episode. He's a he's a good time here, mm-hmm. for sure. And then, I, you know what was weird? also in this episode hmm. is like the little credits scene when they're at the poetry reading yes and everyone and is everyone there. is there i know with they were their, just trying to fill time at that point but and the God, camera just so pans weird. as I, like this dude's reading his weird grocery store poetry i do love the uh but everyone's different dynamic as you pan because you've got like you've got Corey and Topanga and they're just like chilling Eric and his date are kind of snuggling up mm-hmm. you get over to Turner and his and Kat and they're like they're really like getting steamy and then you go over to Amy and Alan and Alan's like what, what the fuck is that? like I work in a grocery right? store get away right he's like this is not how you stay out of my fucking produce aisle <laughs> yes and then Feeney and his date are kind of awkward but kind of there yeah it's mm-hmm. funny it's, it's, it i weird... do like the dynamics but it's just strange that they're all there it's like it's like Corey and eric went home and they were like you guys you gotta, guys gotta check, check out, out this poetry reading right. and then they somehow told feeney and feeney told turner and anyway yeah and i the strange. little the scene right before, like before the credits tag when like topang is being followed by this entourage of girls and she just goes Ooh, yeah. hey Corey, hey topanga okay bye I'll okay bye later. Yeah. I was like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> but also, I'm True pretty sure that I've lived no, that moment No, it makes so much sense. You get it. It's fine. You go up to a boy and right. you just say hi. And, and then you steal away. his hat and run away. I get it. Yeah. I understand how flirting works. Oh, God. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the the Crucible cast party sketch from SNL. Yes. When it's like she steals a hat. Like, I don't know how to flirt, so I'll steal his hat. <laughs> That's rough. That's oh, so, that's that's the it's, best. That's sketch. painful. That is probably my favorite SNL sketch ever. Oh. Cast party. Anyway, the poetry reading. The poetry reading. In general. Weird. Strange. Fucking However, weird. I will say this. Frankie, of course, we're getting into the more sensitive side of Frankie, where mm-hmm. he's a poet and he's mm-hmm. a writer, and love that for him. But then Harley and Joey are there to support him, they and are. that is so sweet because they are, they are good like friends. these thuggy, like we're gonna beat you up and take your lunch money, and then they go support right. their friend. But they support at a poetry their friend. Reading. They don't shit on and him I at all. They just that. say good job. They give him a pat on the back and let him know it was good. Like they're they're such supportive. They are friends. not above going to support their friend they're, at this reading, and that's so sweet, and that's I love true. that. Yeah, that's great. What is Joey has some good lines in this episode? Doesn't am I making that up or am I confusing that with the next one? Doesn't Which he, lines are you thinking? I'm think doesn't he have something about? Does he have a joke about parole or is that? Mm. Oh, damn it! No, I don't remember. Maybe I'm thinking something else. I don't know. I feel like Joey had like a long drawn out bit again in this episode where like kind of he had done one before where uh, where he like keeps on going and you're just like when is someone gonna stop? Is <laughs> <laughs> someone gonna stop? Well, he does stop himself because he's talking to Joey about like, or sorry, he's talking to Frankie about the um, his poetry, and he's like, "You did a really good job," and blah blah blah. And poetry is really like a deep look at your emotional feelings, and blah, blah, blah. and then he just kind of like trails off, and he's like, and mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. And whatever, I feel like there was someone else off. I was thinking of. Oh well, uh, I think everyone at school is way too wrapped up in the fact that Corey does not kiss Tabanga. Yeah, agree. It's a little ridiculous. Agreed. It's really ridiculous. This school must be so tiny for s- s- tiny drama things to just yeah. blow away out of proportion. 
Turner's subtext when he comes over to Corey and says, if you ever need to talk about anything, is like, hey, man, if you want to come out of the closet, <laughs> as in, let us know you're oh, gay. Oh, no. That is exactly his subtext, though. Like, he comes over and, I did not think that at all. Oh, there's 100% so his subtext. His subtext was like, uh, you went into a closet with a pretty girl and didn't kiss her, so like, if you need to let me know you're gay, then I'll be, like, be wow. here to support that. That is totally the subtext of I what he says to him. Interesting. He comes the over and he's like, you if you ever need to talk about anything, I'm here for you. Anything at all. He does walk away and he's like, Whew. upset. Right. Poor guy. That's exactly what my mom said to me when she tried to get me to come out of the closet back in high school. She's like, anything? Give, yeah. Give me She's something. like, if you ever need to tell us to anything, you just know, like, we're here for you. We'll listen. We love you no matter what. And I was like, oh, I'm not gay, mom. And she was like, okay, if you ever need to listen to anything. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Like, Hear what okay. I say, please. Yeah. Like, I'm telling, okay, I'm letting you know I'm not gay. Yeah. <laughs> so. I but thanks. That's very supportive say, of you anyway. Yes. The, but anyway, the the cups that they I feel like they do a really good job in this scene, except for the fact that it's so I'm I'm in the scene until they set down the cups. Topanga sets down the cups and they're clearly, oh, they're clearly so empty. empty. <laughs> the very clearly empty coffee cups. And she does a great job after that because she is, I'm not kidding, before they kiss, she is giving him so many signals. Because mm-hmm. we've got Corey who's sitting kind of straight up and down, paying attention to what's going on, and she is like leaned over onto him just mm-hmm. a little bit. She's she's into it. She's <laughs> do she does a really good job of giving him many signals that she actually wants to kiss him. Yeah. And then true. we turn around the next episode, he's dating somebody else. She's not even in the next episode. It's this whole second Whoa. season, it gets a little fuzzy for me. I think yes, but it doesn't feel ridiculous to think about how quickly like middle schoolers are Ooh, in love with this person back. this day and this person the next day and that's fair but and, i like, feel like it's coming back it's but. tough to establish it's tough to establish like a chemistry between these two characters and then for one episode and they're like oh is this finally going to be the moment when they get together sure and then the next episode he's dating somebody right. else they invest a lot into their relationship in like one you're right mm-hmm. it's like one episode we are we are doubling down on Corey and Topanga. Yeah. But then she doesn't make the cut for the next one. Exactly. And that's the only issue I think that I have with the first and second seasons is just that she's not consistent. Yeah. It'd be so much different if she was just even always there. Right. Even they if keep they using weren't. her as like a plot device. Yeah. Even if she weren't. She can't ever just be like present. Yeah. She's, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. We get her consistently starting season three, so that's it's fine. That's true. That's true. Why? Uh, also, why is the two? Well, two things. The poem about the produce aisle is strange, just in general. Yeah. But then everyone's getting really hot and Everyone bothered. Everyone gets so by horny this, by listening to this dude talk about talk peaches. About produce it's and like peaches. Skin. God, it's I can't. Yeah. I I would be sitting there and Ugh. I would just be like. Oh, I have goosebumps. It's Everyone, not good. everyone's like, "This is sexy." Oh, no, yeah. no, it's not. It's not really it's that not, sexy. I hate to break. I hate the, to burst uh, all these people's bubbles. Yep. But listening to this twenty-three-year-old whisper about the juicy nope. skin of a peach is not hard pass. Hot hard pass. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I think there were some really good moments. I would be laughing because all I would think about is how like a peach emoji is the butt. The butt. Yeah. Well, yeah, and again, it it seems almost like it's a euphemism, which is fine, but also, I just. I wish his next. I wish the credits poem had been like eggplant. 
carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Celery. Yeah. Just like a lot of rod-shaped vegetables. He just really likes peaches. He does. He really likes peaches. It makes me a little concerned. It's like an American pie thing for him with a peach. I was going to say, it's a little call me by your name. If you ask me. Anyway. It's like a big primary plot device of American pie. I would be very interested to. That is like the European version of American pie. Pretty much, yeah. It's the Italian Of course, the Americans over here just sticking their dick in a pie. But like, nah, Europeans are sophisticated. We got a peach. That is a whole ass pie. At least a peach is smaller. So it, you can, it's portable. <laughs> it doesn't need, ruin it for everyone else. We don't need cost benefits analysis. You don't usually split um, a peach, but you split a pie. We really don't You're need to rationalize what's better to stick your dick into. <laughs> a pie or a peach. That's not, just that saying. is not a conversation that the world, I mean, I don't know. Like, is that something the world needs? I guarantee that it's been had, regardless of whether or not the world needs it. It's a conversation Pro that has been Pro-con list. Should you yeah. stick your dick in this pie or this peach? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to advocate for neither uh, <laughs> if I can add a third option to the plate. Jesus. <laughs> I think it, Don't put your dick funny. in food. That's that's what I, that's my pro tip. Fair. You don't need, that's fair. don't need to go sticking your dick in, in food. food. It's just, it's not. It's not, something <laughs> you, it's not a thing you need to do. Go, go find something else. I don't know. That's not good. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm waiting to see where you're going with this. You don't need food in order to masturbate. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's you don't. Fair. You don't need a pie to to help you masturbate. They make Again, sex toys for that. you ruin it for everyone else. You do ruin the pie for everyone else. You're right. People want that pie. You're right. Especially it's it can't be time. good for your dick. You're probably gonna get something in your urethra yeah. that you shouldn't. And it's gonna hurt. And it's gonna hurt. Like hell. Yeah. UTI is all I can think about. You're you just gonna get I, a UTI. I feel like you would have to end up with a UTI from yeah. that. Like I know it's much harder for a guy to get a UTI than a girl, but I feel like you would have to end up mm-hmm. with a UTI from that. That's just go go <laughs> buy a smart. sex toy. They make stuff for it. They do. That's true. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, MVP. <laughs> oh God, I don't know anymore. <laughs> to be no one in this episode of Boy Meets World has sex with food. <laughs> nope. That is that doesn't that happen. Is, I don't know how we got there. Um, and my MVP of this episode is Topanga. Mm-hmm. It's Topanga. She's wise and honest. It's the honesty mostly. She's like, I also don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but we can also just like sit here and talk. Like she's just very, very cool about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is Joey. Wow. I know. Why? I think it's mostly just because he is there for, he's there for Frankie. I feel like there are a lot of moments when we get Frankie's sensitive side and Harley's kind of like, oh, whatever. And then Joey is there for support. He's always supportive of Frankie. He's always going out of his way to make Frankie feel comfortable and safe. Like he can share his emotions. And yeah, I feel like I there we were- had an episode where Frankie came out of the closet. Yeah. I feel like if that show happened, if, if, if we had now, a full reboot today instead right. of just a sequel, if we had an actual reboot, I feel like that would be a thing for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's... All right, good. That's interesting. He's a, he's a good... One vote for Joey. Yeah. Who knows? I wanted I mean, to go for someone a little more off base. Because for a while I was like, maybe Eric, because he gets, he has that speech, but no, his, all of his motives his motivation are is selfish. selfish. Yeah. He just wants Cordia back out there for himself. Yeah, so I couldn't give it to Eric. No, no, no. Um, anything? Oh, Sorry. Anything? I just gave you coffee, damn it. I'm just always tired, apparently. <laughs> um, 
Anything that doesn't hold up? Problematic? Mm-mm. I, I think mean, the only thing we talked a little bit about the whole makeout party I stuff. I was going to say, the only thing that really flagged me was at one point, um, Beanie says, oh, she's an intellectual. And mm-hmm. Turner's like, well, that's fine. Yeah. Like there was. Right. As if that's not. As if that's gonna, not. As if that's going to sway him or as if he would want to be, be with a bimbo or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think even this ha- this episode actually handles like. I don't know. Like it, at no point did I feel as if the girl's piece of this very heteronormative puzzle mm-hmm. was like. I don't know. Screwed with. Yeah, like, well, Topang- and- like Topanga gets to be equally yes uh, as a part of this, and mm-hmm. like acknowledge that like girls also like to kiss boys yes. and have like a part in this. Mm-hmm. Even when Corey is like, "Your job is just to stand there," yep. and she's like, "No, shut up!" Like <laughs> that is not what we do. Yeah, like- no, but yeah, no, I agree. I think that Topanga is very good. I mean, Corey always is like, "But I'm the man. I need to blah blah blah," and Topanga is always good, just consistently throughout the show, being like, "Slow your roll there." Right. I still am a valid person Put with away, feelings, man. and yeah. Put away your toxic masculinity. Get your dick out of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> with that, go and like, share, and subscribe. Oh yeah, all the things. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. Write us uh, a message. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Feeny Call, Feeny Call Podcast, all the things. That's true. Happy December. Happy December. Um, if it's your birthday this month, happy birthday. And we have never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should start. Maybe we okay? should. Okay. All right. In case nobody tells you today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You have a That's not what I was going to say. In case nobody tells you they love you today, I just want to let you know Aww. that we love you. Yes, we and do. And we hope you have a good day and you yeah. are valued and important. Oh, you're getting all sentimental. Just the season. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That was like a really nice thing. There was this, this this whole long series of podcasts about um this like principal who turned around their school and uh, they had like a lot of violence and suicide and things like that mm-hmm. and like she started making like these daily announcements and like at the end of it she'd be like and in case no one tells you that they love you today you remember that I love you Aww. and like it was really sweet right and I was like <laughs> <laughs> that seems like some beanie shit man oh uh, it's so wholesome well you know well, I he just would never say I love you but you know sure say it <laughs> I did just read a, an article from my hometown about a fairly new principal at my high school uh my high school and a a lot of schools in the area in the last couple years have Mm -hmm. had like a really big problem with suicide this principal is like very actively charging at that and like he's moved his office to be like in the middle of the central corridor and his door is always open and uh he they're having like really open dialogue Mm -hmm. about it they're having every student has like an assigned like, I don't remember what they called them, but somebody basically, like, they have their designated, like, check-in person mm-hmm. if they ever need to talk about anything. Yeah. And then, like, it's all these great steps. And I was like, good, good. for you. And at the yeah. end of it, he was like, I can't guarantee anything, but I hope that this is all that doing something. Help, yeah. right? And he was like, we have to talk about it. We have to do stuff. I mean, even if it just saves one life, that's worth it. It's true. So. It's not what this is about. I don't know why no. we're here. We love you. Enjoy the rest of your yes. day of the week that you're listening to this. And... Don't have sex with food.
I'm not gonna. That's the sign off. That's that's. <laughs> no, I was not. waiting for you to no, say it no, after no. that. Why am I gonna? No, I can't. But we do every episode. Class dismissed. Yes. <laughs>